0: Hard working every day, not a lazy mom, got no time to play, always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Not For Lazy Mom, season two. We're going to just keep bringing it like we've been bringing it. We got a very, very, very good topic today. It's called monster-in-laws. <laughs> we all have them. Um, I'm joined with my favorite fab three, my sexy husband right here, big pro what's going on baby how you feeling
1: i'm much glad to be back in the booth
0: yeah 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 i got big old cousin hank over here i can't even call him big old because he done lost weight and stuff so um you know that
2: that detox life is real
0: oh so (laughs) he actually tried it yes (laughs) he actually tried it that's what's up so yeah and you know the forever bachelor big big bang hank up in here and then we got our first time mommy Allie, who you're going to be graduating from that titles soon we got to come up with something different for you
3: exactly i know i know but you're still a g yes oh i'm always always and i feel like i'm already sweating from this topic so oh
0: my god yeah this is going to be a a really interesting one um i'm going to do my best to make sure that once we finish this episode i'm still walking away with my marriage intact um i don't want to do anything that's going to upset my husband (laughs) but i know he has some for me too but we have some really good questions that we're going to cover today What do you do when you cannot get along with your in-laws? Is this a make or break in your relationship? Does it cause a strain on your relationship? How do you get past the issues and maintain peace? And what do you do if your spouse doesn't realize their parent is a monster-in-law? So let's just dive right in. Um, You know, uh, we've had a uh, long road. But somehow Chris and I have always been on the same page when it comes to uh, dealing with in-laws. So that does make it easy. But there are instances and when, you know, in which the the spouse doesn't recognize that their parent is causing issue or the spouse may be doing a little bit too much and it causes issues. So it's like, how do we
3: approach that, you know? So I, I mean, I think it's so huge that the first thing you said was that you and Chris have always been on the same page. Because when you're not, when you don't, when the, the person whose parent it is doesn't see it, to me that's a huge red flag and that could absolutely break a relationship.
0: Yes, um, we know a lot of people who sometimes the husband doesn't really recognize what his mom is doing. And then we've seen where the wife will approach it. And tell her husband, and he's in complete denial. And def- and I'm, I'm sure defensive, very, too. Very defensive. Yeah. Like, my mom would never do that. Uh-huh. Like, what do you mean? You know, my mom is is like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she does no wrong, you know. So what do you do? And thank God Chris and I are on the same page. You know, at the end of the day, when we got married, um, one thing my pastor said was, leave and cleave. I'll just sum it up that way. You know, in the Bible it says, leave and cleave. And we made it a point to recognize that, it's about us now, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I went through my moments of trying to do too much when it came to my side. And Chris ended up feeling like I was putting him second. And I never realized it. And it broke my heart even when we had that conversation. And he's like, well, you're not putting me first when you do that. So I had to make some changes within myself and realize. Did you, realize, like, see what he meant when he brought up specific things? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I didn't realize. She was realize just stubborn
1: that. and wanted to do what she wanted to do anyway.
0: Right. And also, I just kind of, like, took what he was saying for granted. And I really didn't think it was a big deal. So I was just like, Oh, whatever, you know, but once he really sat down and broke it down to me and I saw how he was being affected, I was like, wow, I can totally see where you're coming from. And, um, and I definitely need to make some changes and those changes are hard to make. So, you know, you just get to a point where you're like, wow, am I choosing my family over my husband? Like, am I choosing my husband over my, my parents who raised me? So, You have to address that and you have to address it head on and sometimes it can be very difficult
3: absolutely and you think it's awkward when you guys are dating or married i mean when then you bring kids into the mix like it just gets escalated so it's almost like you have to confront it immediately as awkward as that conversation is right right right. right.
0: and you just kind of get to a moment where you really realize wow my parents aren't perfect you know i don't know how many people have ever gotten to that point because um, I know some grown behind people who still think that their parents are superheroes. <laughs> it's wow. like, you know, it's Therapy. not true.
1: <laughs> see, you know, a lot of times in those type of situations, you know, the parents are still supporting them. So they never really stepped out on their own to handle their own business. And they always want that security blanket. So, oh, that's a
0: good one. That's yeah. so true. That's a good one. Me and my sister got. Our uh, eviction notice from our parents when I was nineteen and she was twenty one, so we were pretty young. And I think the older you get, the harder it is to make those changes. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really important that you you know you recognize it as early on as possible. So that's also up to the parent to let the child go.
3: I, I totally, you know? I totally agree. Some, that. some don't people, want to. right? Oh, no, to yeah, on. but like some people are just naturally independent on their own. Like I knew I wanted to move out. I wanted to, you know, definitely move out, go to college and and stay living elsewhere. But there are people that that do need that push from their parents and some parents just coddle. And that is
1: so unhealthy.
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. So, I mean, let's just let's just kind of like dive a little deeper. Like when it comes to me and Chris, um, a lot of people already are familiar with some of the issues that I've had with his mom. Um, and they always wonder, like, is Chris caught in the middle? Does he feel like he's caught in the middle? How does he handle that when he has this woman that he loves who he married and then he has his mom who he loves who raised him? You know, how does that make you feel as the person that is, like, the one that has to make the choice to say this is the order and this is what I'm sticking to and actually stick to it?
1: Right. Uh, I'll be honest. It is a tough situation to be in because I, I love both of you. Um You know, it was one situation where you kind of made a smart remark towards my mom. And I told you I didn't like it. You know, it kind of embarrassed me. I was disappointed. And the first thing that you did, you know, you was like, I know I messed up. I'm actually going to call her and apologize. And you did. And I appreciate that. But being caught in the middle can be tough. But one thing about me, I understand that, you know, once you get married, you're married and your wife is number one. And I think that's where a lot of confusion comes, um, you know, with a lot of relationships in this whole uh you know topic that we're dealing with because some people don't understand that their spouse should be first and they still want to like cuddle to their mom or their dad and you know they're putting them first and that's going to cause confusion so that's one thing that i knew right out the gate i have to put my wife first and but like i said before she stepped out of line one time and made a smart remark so i'm fair about it so you know you just put your foot down on both sides
0: yeah one more mark over the span of what, at that point, ten years?
1: Right. It's not right. too
3: bad. <laughs> no, that's actually no, 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 but so to be impressive. honest, fair is
1: fair. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with certain things over and over and over, you get fed up. And I think that's the position that Monique was in. That doesn't make it right to make a smart remark, but I, I totally understand the dynamics of the relationship. It was some things done that Monique didn't like and she kinda bit her tongue for a long time and then finally, you know, some of that lash out came out that particular time. And, you know, that's pretty much what it was. But she handled it like a real woman and apologized.
0: Yeah. And one thing that I think is an important note to make, whenever I do have issues with um, Chris's parent or parents, and whenever he has issue with my parent or parents, we actually sit down together. I need a look, We need witnesses. (laughs) I'm not going to approach his mom one on one. He's not going to approach my parents one on one. I'm not going to approach his dad one on one. I feel more comfortable when it's both of us. This way, there's nothing being misconstrued. Nobody said. Nobody can say I said something I didn't say. Um, so the tone
1: of voice that you're using or whatever.
0: Everything, yeah. body language, you know, like having the right approach. And also having him there calms me. So I know, you know, like this is his mother I'm dealing with. This is his mother I'm talking to. And and I'm reminded constantly because Chris is here with us Mm -hmm. and he's mediating. So I think um, that would be a good tip for some people who are going through it now is to try to do this whole sit down and have the whole approach come from, you know, both of you together as a unit, you know, and then. It would it doesn't feel like a gangbang situation because that's your mom. <laughs> right. You know? Nobody should feel intimidated. Nobody should feel like, oh, they're trying to both take me down or anything like that because you're dealing with your you're with your son or your daughter, and then their spouse
3: is there also. So it should be a happy, you know, place. Everyone is atmosphere. more like receptive to it. Honestly, that is hopefully. such I mean right, hopefully. That's <laughs> such great advice. In, in my situation, um, I never realized... <laughs> I can't.
0: I... Y'all still sorry.
3: laughing about gangbang? Yeah, yeah. So just seriously. Nice
0: <laughs>
2: bang, bang. It's, it's, what it is is visualizing it. And it's, <laughs> oh,
3: it's oh it's nice, I wasn't. Actually. I do I not didn't want to visualize
2: that. I'm just visualizing it and it's horrible. horrible. All right, oh, let's move yeah. on, please. Yeah,
3: please. This <laughs> took wait,
2: a turn.
0: Wait, so, wait. What position was the people in? Like,
2: <laughs> I could honestly give you an answer.
0: Oh, no, Chris no. Chris not going to want to hear it. Oh, God, no, no, no. See, that's the great thing about being a wife is that I know his mom can never do what I do for him. Oh, Lord. And I can never do for him what his mom did for him because that big human ain't coming up out of me. <laughs> you know? I didn't come and out this big. Come on now. I'm just saying. You might have. <laughs> and, you know. I'm just fine with that big human fitting into me, but we ain't going to go there.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. You know, I just went there. No, I like it. So I like it. I like it a
0: lot. Gosh. Oh, my God. We could never make it so past an episode right, without having some true. type of
1: sexual No, it's I
3: don't true. even know if I can I'm so speak sorry. after
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. She's dirty,
0: man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, my pastor said the only gift you get in marriage is sex, and thank God it's good. So, so, amen. But no,
1: uh, it was Ali,
0: sir. Okay. All
3: right. So, well, in my situation, I never realized how um, I was always scared to stand up to my mom growing up, and it took Matt to kind of give me that confidence to actually speak up, and it made me. completely like fall in love with him even more because he stood up to her and I stood up to her at the same time. And my mom, I mean, she she raised me. I love her. But there was definitely things where she had trouble seeing that our relationship had to evolve. Like it, it it couldn't always be me depending on her for stuff, because as you get older, you need your parents for different things. And she had a hard time with that. I mean, it's understandable. I'm her daughter. She raised me. So it was definitely it took some time for me to speak with her. And I almost wish that When Matt – when I confronted her that – and she and I had a great conversation. It was super healthy and productive. I wish Matt was with me because even now there are times where I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed that my mom did this. And Matt's always defending her now. Like he's like, you know what, give her the benefit of the doubt. And I I wish that she could hear these things because I worry that she still thinks of him as the bad guy when really he's just – trying to help the relationship you
1: know Uh, that's deep i I totally get that because um i just explained that to my mom the other day um you don't realize all of the times that monique is like have you talked to your parents i'm like where's three months and not in three months and she's like you need to call your mom i I can imagine not talking to my mom every day or at least two or three times a week and you know Monique holds it down a lot of times making sure get things get done down that way you know as far as bills or somethings past due she handles it she's always asking me and checking on and i don't think my mom at times realized how Monique is actually, you know, looking out for them. Yes. And then um, it was something else you talked about right before that I had a good. Oh, so basically, um standing up to your parents. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. Monique's going to pat herself on the back with this, but I'm going to bring it up. So my mom and my dad came up to visit for the first time. And me and Monique, we were living together, shacking up for people we down south. Shacking up for <laughs> the people down south. But anyway, so, you know, at this particular time, I really hadn't drank in front of my mom, you know. Uh, at, tell,
0: tell the people how old you were.
1: I can't. what, 23, 24, somewhere in there? No. Making you were, my own money? No,
0: you were you were about a good 27, 28 at no, this time. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you were.
1: Alright, she might be right. but I anyway, am right. I was I'm a grown right. man. Not, <laughs> not always. But basically, so we're in the house and Monique was like, what? You're not gonna have a drink in front of your own parents? I was like, nah, man, we really don't do that, you know? And she was like, you pay your own bills, this is your own house. I was like, you know what? This is my own house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my own bills.
3: And I pay their
1: bills down there, too. <laughs> Damn it, give me a drink.
3: Yeah, <laughs> make it a double. And now it's like
1: 12 drinks <laughs> and a cigar <laughs> and a bad word from time to time. Oh, so, Lord. yeah. Yeah, you said freeing. a bad word in front of your mom. Yeah, and I, yeah, was and I apologize. Yeah. No, I told her, I said, you know what? I apologize. I didn't mean to say that.
0: But you know, I love it. I think I
1: was a little bit frustrated that day when we was were talking about Yeah, so. You
0: were. But no, this brings up a very good point as well. Is me and Chris actually were talking about this. Um, I think that as a wife, and even at that time as a girlfriend, um all i did was encourage chris to be who he
1: is now you corrupted me like my mom said
0: (laughs) (laughs) turn up turn up (laughs) i said be who you are as you are not just in front of me but be that way in front of your parents like they should not not know that you do certain things. And I think what happens is once he started opening up and being more of who he is and then I just so happened to be the girlfriend that he was with, it's almost like a way for her to blame someone else on her son's actions because she doesn't approve of them. And it's almost like she takes it personal because it's it's like, you know, I raised this this young man and I wouldn't do those things, so it has to be them girls. You yeah. know?
3: Yes. So I so can relate to this. Like I would get I'd be so uptight, I'd be so anxious. I remember the first time Matt came home with me, um to meet to meet my mom I remember I was like can we stop and just grab a drink like I was the same thing like I was scared to like have a drink and you know I, we ended up doing a couple shots because I needed it and, <laughs> and, but I get it it's like you need and that's why you guys work because that, there's that balance right. right
0: it's all about creating balance yeah. and then it's also um, I think that some parents don't get to that point where they're respecting their children as adults. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're looking at them like, well, you're still my baby. I raised you. And that's all well and fine. But you still have to respect the fact that he is a grown man. Chris, I mean, at that time, Chris was like pushing 30, you know, and then well into his 30s. You know. you got to respect that. I'm, I'm getting like. In. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. So, no, I mean, we've had several instances where it was like, you know, I would just look at Chris like with five heads like, dude, like, like you're 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 like more than grown. Like everything's full grown about you. Like, come (laughs) on. Like, Be you, you know, so I think that they would look at, and I think some moms do look at that, you know, like my son wasn't doing this before this woman came along, but really he was, you just didn't
1: know. And and the crazy thing about it, you know, my dad was like, yeah, give me a drink too, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Big man be down. But um, but yeah, but I think that's a, um, a definite uh, huge factor. And then also a lot of times when we end up in relationships with people, um, we're raised co- the complete opposite. I don't know why it always ends up that way. Maybe it's because of that balance factor. But there's so many differences in the way we were raised that will cause the other in-laws to look at what you're now doing and they're like wait how did you start doing that we never did that in our house you know Mm -hmm. and uh chris and i have we have so many differences in how we were raised i was raised to speak my mind and um you know i had to tone it down when it came to chris i didn't realize it was an issue they raised a monster (laughs) I remember they you were
3: telling
1: me this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about this <laughs> yeah. before. My
0: sister's in the studio, too, and she will let you know that we were taught that we can voice whatever opinion, and if it's an adult, you can voice it, but you have to be respectful. But some adults look at voicing anything as disrespect, right. but my parents weren't that way. Whereas Chris and his household, they were very, like, you know, like something would happen, they don't really talk about it, you know, like you right. can you can share yours.
1: Yeah, so basically, um, you know, in our household— you know, my dad, he was a Vietnam veteran, so, you know, he didn't play. Anything out of line, he was going to handle it. And it wasn't the nicest way he handled things. But, you know, he'd been through a lot, Now that was his situation, and we all come through it now. We're in a much better place. But it would be certain things that was done, and you were trained, shut your mouth, because you didn't want to get hurt. So you had to keep your mouth shut. You deal with it. You keep it moving. But it was a lot of hurt that never really got resolved. No apologies came about. So now, you know, as an adult... You know, I met Monique or whatever, and, you know, we're starting to date, and I'm just like, wow, her family's off the chain. They go at each (laughs) other's throat. They say the wildest things, but then they apologize, and they keep it moving. They wasn't sensitive. But, you know, in my house, it was totally different. So I had to learn that actually that's normal to have spats and get into it and then apologize and move on. What we're doing is not normal, and it was very uncomfortable, but now— you can't tame me now. I speak my mind. And say what I gotta say. I've made a monster. And I've, I've, t- I've toned Monique down, which needed to be to be keep, keep it real. Like her parents raised her to be vocal. She just like all right. Well, here I am. You know, she thought she was Wendy Williams or some shit. You know. So, but at the end of the day, you know, I toned her down, and she actually toned me up. And I think that's why we work, and we've helped each other in that aspect. But. You know, I, I don't want it to be a situation where, you know, six months I'm still hurting. I see you and you act like you never did anything because eventually it's going to be a major blow up.
0: Right. Right. I got a question for Hank. So because you've been off. Yeah, I want
1: Hank to wake up.
0: I'm waiting for Hank to I'm chime just, in. You know, I'm taking so, this
2: all in, you know, just taking it all in. Go ahead. All
0: right. So my question for you is, um, you know, if you were ever to walk down the aisle, Which we know that's far from likely because Hank is the forever bachelor. But let's just play. Let's just play a game. If you were ever to walk down an aisle, Mm -hmm. do you think it's important to address the monster-in-law issues before that happens?
2: No. And the reason why is I'm not financially obligated to them. I'm not having sex with them. They're not living in my house. They have no say-so in anything I do with the person. No, no, a I think race. you so missed a
1: point. I said, so you, should you should address you basically it? basically voice your opinion if something's out of line? Should you step up right then and there and but say so? But that's
2: the thing. Nothing will be out of line.
1: I mean, yes, it yes. Will, yes. with yes, me, it wouldn't. No, you're missing a point. If, say, for instance, you're dating this girl and you think about taking it to the next level. Yeah. And you meet her parents for the first time. And now her parents start actually doing something to offend you or hurt your relationship. Would you address it right oh, away or let has, it leave? Yeah. There you go. Of for course. Five. Wait a minute. So we just Wake up, about, Hank, wake we, up.
2: We're talking about an issue
1: of respect. Right. All right,
2: so at the end of the day, respect is respect, and you're going to get that no matter what, especially if you demand it. So ain't no mother-in-law father-in-law going to disrespect me. So That's right. But absolutely, but you, absolutely, absolutely, that you with. check that. I would check that immediately.
3: But, but right. are you going to check it, or are you gonna going to expect your fiancé to? Che- I'm too? going
2: to do it. If you disrespect me, wherever, you di- wherever it goes down is where it's going to go down. So if I feel disrespected in here, I'm going to check it in here.
1: No, no, no. Let me tell you what's crazy because I was just talking to Hank the other day and Hank made this comment. He said, listen... He said, I'd rather get beat up than bullied." He said, I'll just go ahead and get beat up before <laughs> I get bullied. So I already can answer that for Hank. Hank going to check it right away. Yeah, Simple you just got to check it. There's no waiting. Like, why wait? What but are you see, scared of? To
3: me, that can create such tension with your partner. If all of a sudden you're standing up to your future monster And that's fine. don't be with her then. The
1: no, but Straight the up. partner, that's the partner's problem. So that's why, yeah. do you have a partner that's going to be on the same pay- page with exactly. you? Exactly. Or on the same right. page with the parent? And you'll find out real quick. Am I gonna be able to ride with this person in why the
2: future? Would you, why would you want to go around beating around the bush about checking someone's parent if, at the end of the day, you got to be with that person for your life? Or
3: because sometimes I feel like your you know future your fiance let's say like they they don't see it, they don't understand. So it might you might need to have a conversation first to say how you're feeling before you can just go and confront the issue. Because I feel like that might just create. So
2: if the issue happened right here, say say me and you married. My parents are no, we about to get okay. married. That's my, that's my father, my dad, whatever. And he says something right now to you that just ticked you the hell off. You knock, you're going to say, Chris, let me talk to you. Well, you're going to be like, Hank, can talk to you out here. And then come back in and address it?
3: <sighs> See, I probably wouldn't say anything. See, I, that's you know, no, the Let, let me that. tell you what's that's crazy. I probably tell you later.
1: That's the issue. No. That, what's crazy is I used to do that with Monique a lot. And it would irritate her. You know, she was like, why don't you just say something? Yeah. But we had a rule early on. You check your side. I check my side. But then I'm finding out that this is not working because Monique is getting frustrated. Why don't you just say something? Why don't you just say something? So finally it got to a point, but you know, remember how I was raised. Keep your mouth shut, you know, just kind of roll with the punches. But eventually I'm getting more and more frustrated. Things are starting to get ready to boil over. And I'm in her ear at night complaining, complaining, complaining. So I apologize to everybody on her side of the family. Things have irked me and irritated me. But you ain't got to worry about me going to Monique anymore. I will tell you, Tasha, I think you wanted to say something. Yeah.
4: I was gonna, just going to say I've been in relationships where I did not get along with their parents and the minute that they said something she, <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she knew what she was doing the minute they shut the hell up oh, 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 <laughs> no no now <laughs> never touching it she so really the looked minute, like she
0: that mic like she, like she got it. some experience the minute man. I played a trumpet I played a out. trumpet <laughs> So uh, wait, wait, wait,
4: wait.
0: <laughs> let me no, just not. let me just clarify what just happened. So No, we're not clarifying Ethan. No. No, no, no. we, we gotta, no, we're not. You got to give I'm it. Done, gotta, the viewers, they the listeners gotta, are not going right. to understand why we just bust out laughing. Uh, well, so, you know, it's cuz I'm used to
4: pulling out it. Mr. Purple. So that's that's <laughs> oh. Hold on, now did you say what? Who's who's pulling out Mr. Purple?
2: That nickname is horrible. Mr. Purple? That that was the best
0: nickname you could come up with. Wait, so, so let's wait. I gotta I gotta explain what just happened because people are probably confused. Like, what are they laughing about? Uh, inside joke. So no, my sister is lesbian. She's very. She's been out the closet for years. Yes, same um, your sisters and daughters. Ooh, that's ooh, we haven't come out the closet. So anyway, so yeah, so she's so she's she's lesbian and when we first came in, I told her to share a mic with Chris. <laughs> so everybody made that a joke. And just now when she had something to say, she actually grabbed the mic and actually looked like she knew what she was doing. <laughs> she
4: really did. Y'all are
2: annoying. That's experience. I don't care what she says. Shut that's the hell hell up. that's definitely experience. Together. I'm
4: about to just curse all up and through this scene, so they cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've been, I've been in relationships where I did not get along with the in law. And now, the situation that you guys are talking about, if someone disrespected me, I would give them a pass on the first time. And I would talk what to What kind of yes, disrespect I, are you talking it about? Be it could be anything. It could be anything with that's you. offensive, mm-hmm. honestly. Honestly, anything that's offensive, I'll give it a pass the first time mm-hmm. and I'll talk to my significant other and tell him I didn't like it. You check it. If it happens again, they don't get a pass. I'm going in. Agree. And everybody knows how my yeah. mouth is. So yeah. Yeah, it's worse than I, I, mine. Yeah. That's my sister. It's definitely.
2: <laughs> See, I personally don't believe in the uh, what you call it uh, being very diplomat or, or is diplomatic? It, yeah, diplomatic. I don't believe. No, nah, I, I just think that. Don't give a pass. Just nip it in the butt right then and there. Well, like,
0: this is a difference. And, Hank, probably because you just deal with randoms all the time. But it's different when you're in a relationship with somebody who you really love and care about. And you're trying to make a good impression. Even if you're not trying to make a good impression. You're still you're dealing with the parents. You're always trying parents. to make a good
2: impression now.
0: Even if you're not, though, you're dealing with the parents of someone who you're going to see as your person for the rest of your life. You know, when you get to that point. So you do want to delicately bring out whatever issues so that you don't turn the person you're with off and so that you don't seem like a crazy person. Yeah. You know, yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like, yeah. no one's
2: saying curse them out no, or beat them down. It's just checking something right then and there.
3: But like your partner is your priority and you should be respectful to them by confronting them. So first you, don't before believe, you
2: don't believe you can check someone's parent in a respectful way.
3: not the yes but this is what i'm saying but i wouldn't i i totally agree with you i would not do it the first time i like
1: tasha's approach at the end of the day first of all i think that you should have a conversation beforehand before you even meet the parents Mm -hmm. but some people they don't so once you're actually in that situation and you haven't had the conversation beforehand you don't want to just fly off the handle right then and there because you don't know if that uh the person that you're with if they're if they're still in a situation where they they're against their parents or are they going to side with you so you really don't know so if you don't have the conversation before right in that situation I feel as though it's cool to actually bite your tongue meet with the person you talk to them and let them actually check their parents but as you know you like Tasha said you keep it real with them but if this happens again then I'm going in Mm
4: -hmm. right but then then there's two sides to it You you could be really really serious with this girl and the girl might not be really, really serious with you. So you going off on the mom and the and the, and the daughter's sitting there like, he's just my playboy. I See, I
2: think you're blowing it. I think it's being blown out of proportion. No. Well, no, because when I say check somebody right then and there.
1: You don't mean disrespectful. You don't
2: have to do it disrespectful to check somebody. And then on top of that, if a person is with me, they know who I am. They know how I get down. They know my attitude. So I think a person that's with me is going to tell their parents, like, look, Hank is such and such. Like. You know, I'm not trying to tell you because you're my mom to, you know, watch your mouth, but this is how he is. And at the end of the day, if I'm disrespected, like say we're talking here and they be like and down south, they probably do this. Boy, shut up. Let somebody's parents say, boy, shut up to me. You think I'm going to pull you out in the office and be like, let me holler at you real quick.
0: So that brings up another question, because what if their parents behavior is normal to them? Yeah, that might just be something that they do. And this is is why this
2: is just why you check it like, excuse me, there's no boy. Shut up. And I would appreciate uh, it if you refrain from doing it. And if you, and if whoever I'm with had a problem with it, six billion people in this world. Half of them are women. I can find another one.
1: bunch of randoms. I wouldn't give a
0: damn. <laughs> and that's just being real with
2: you. Six billion people in this world. So I'm not you, jumping through hula
0: hoops. So how do you, have you ever had a situation, Allie, where um, your mom is just doing something that she would typically do and you never thought was an issue and then Matt comes along and says, hold up, your mom just did this, that, and the other. And you're like, well, she always does that.
3: I mean, it's it's yes. Okay. A short answer, yes. Um, you know, she likes to take control over certain situations and stuff. I mean, so it would be like my wedding. And Matt was like, this, this is our day. This is our wedding. We should make the decisions. Right. Who and paid for it? W- we did. Oh, well, oh well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, she Put paid, she paid for the flowers. Let, well, let she, it hang <laughs> out. She, she did pay for the flowers. But, um... And uh, I should say that, but... Keep your flowers. (laughs) 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 But honest, I will tell you, it's not even Matt who made me realize it. It was just going to therapy and seeing like, okay, maybe it's not the people I'm dating. Maybe the issue is that my mom and I need to talk about our relationship in order for it to be a healthy one. We need to like confront it head on because we never did. I mean, Chris, the same way we would have these, like we'd lash out, but then... Nobody would apologize. It would be like nothing ever happened.
1: Or unhealthy, right? Like
3: literally nothing ever happened. Nothing got resolved.
2: I I honestly believe if I'm... Let's just say the girl I'm with had a problem with my parents. If she doesn't want to deal with it or even acknowledge it, I wouldn't even care. Like I don't even understand. I know y'all married and, you know, to be in a long lasting marriage, the parents are going to be a big role in your lives. But I just don't see how it is when they're not the ones in that relationship.
1: No, nah, like, but you know what? You got to be careful with don't that. get it. You got to be don't. careful with that because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If she's scared to voice something to your parents and you don't say anything, she's only going to continue to bicker in your ear at night about what your parents did. So you need to handle that. It's, uh, or she needs to handle that.
2: No, that, but that's what I'm saying. She's going like to drive if, you crazy. No, but that's what your I'm saying. Your mom did this, your dad did that. No, but that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't care two cents if she goes and checks it. Like, you no, need to No, but the way you that. said it
1: at first was uh, you wouldn't care.
2: If she doesn't say nothing or if right. she lets it go, I just wouldn't care. It's like non-existent to me. But
0: it's like, going to eat her up at some part. point. Yeah. I'll give you an example. It's going to cause like, some
1: problems. You ain't going to be getting a... I know it's six billion out. people in this world, but you know, if you're trying to be faithful at this point. I don't yeah. Know.
0: Cause I'll say even in my own personal experience, um, since Chris and I have been together and then been married, um, there are times like where Tasha said in the beginning, you just kind of let it ride. But even those things that I let ride bothered me because I noticed there was a pattern and it wasn't until I would sit down and tell Chris one time I actually held myself hostage in our bedroom. And I said, I'm not, coming out this room until you get home from practice. This is when he was still playing and he's like why what's going on? I was like I've like I if I see your yeah, mom I'm going to go off. I said I'm going to go off. I don't want to disrespect your mom like that. I said so I'm going to stay in this room. Me and my dogs, coach and blue. Rest in peace. Uh, we were all <laughs> up in my bedroom. You put yourself in
3: timeout, basically. I, listen,
0: <laughs> I knew if I came out of that room,
1: all hell was going to be ugly. All hell was going to be mad because why did. are you yelling Jesus was gonna, and right, right. at my Jesus mom? Jesus was
0: going to come back that day. It would have been meteors striking okay, so. everywhere. It would have been bad. So I knew out of respect for him, mm-hmm. I did not want to disrespect his mom like that. And like I said... I'm not going to confront her without a witness. I need Chris to be in that room to mediate and just make sure that no, everything goes wild. smoothly. And I'm glad I did because it got kind of heated and Chris was able to calm both of us down. Right. And um and then we were able to somewhat move forward. But um, there were things that I wanted to get off my chest and I wanted to do it in a respectful way. And because I know who I am, the same way as you, Hank. Up. We get, that's high just head, like, head. It, 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 Is listen. Is that Triple H? <laughs> <High> <laughs> head, Triple H. H. Hi, I like hey, hey. That. I like So that. we all have that, that runs in our family. Um, and because I know myself, I was like, like, I don't want to ruin our relationship because I done went off on his mama. Can I ask you a question? You know?
2: Why put yourself in that position? Why, why be in the same house? Because my she mom was, was in visiting town us. visiting yeah. and we
1: were shacking up.
2: Okay. Now let me ask you. Okay. Fair. I mean, all right. See, I'm the type. <laughs> Hotel room. I mean,
0: no. no, it's a, no. See, see,
2: but this is the thing with y'all. Y'all are so compromising and so, you know.
1: That's you what know, marriage is. And this is why I just. <laughs> That's I, what relationship is. Hank, you I open revise. up a whole nother can of no, worms. How I, many bedrooms was Vienna? Five? Six? six but, and I put my mom in a hotel room. You're
2: missing my yes. point. I know it sounds crazy, but you're missing my point. My point Alright, make
1: your basement. point. My, I wanna hear
2: my my hold point.
4: Hold on, what'd you say, Tasha? I said you could have put her in the basement.
1: <laughs> oh Lord. But
4: his mom, his
0: parents are older, so we always wanted them on the same level, you know, as the kitchen or upstairs with us just in case they need something. That's when your
1: dad wanted to live anyway right, with us. Right, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I'm just not built Shout for this stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not built for relationships and marriage because there's not going to compromise. I'm not going to compromise my space.
0: Well, that's why you're the faber Best. Exactly,
2: exactly. But this is why right. we always have these arguments and debates. And I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. And I don't agree with you when it comes down to having a, especially what Ali said. Oh, my God. I'm yep, not going to say that. I'm team. not going say nothing the first time. I'm just going to, I don't know if I would say anything. That's I didn't,
0: but be, I, I that's was wack. in that position and that I didn't so say wack. anything. I was in that position hey, and I didn't Back for doing
1: day. that too. But I think Ali's still in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Ali ain't never saying nothing. he's going to be like, I'm gonna oh, gonna just, do it just handle one it. One day I'm going <laughs> to stand up to her. It.
3: Oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you but that seriously, that's, that's crazy. Right. No, I'm
3: sending Monique over to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up in there like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now that's what needs to happen.
0: Oh my God. No, but you know, it's 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 because you love the person you're with and you're trying to be delicate in your approach and, and sometimes you don't know what that relationship is like like for for me and chris he kind of gave me the the whole game plan before i ever met his mom he told me so you knew she was a handful yes and then you still because he knew as well now if i would have been in a position where he's telling me what you know that she's a handful and i'm basically like okay and then we're in the situation and then he does nothing about it me and chris would have never gotten married like ever, but because he knows and he deals with it the way he needs to, and he respects me, and and since we've been married, he keeps me first. I'm like, we're good because he gets it. But there are some men out there who don't, and with they'll some let women their as well. and some women, and they'll let their parent run over them and and run into their relationship. And it's like, how do you create boundaries so that these issues don't interfere with your happiness? At the end of the day, your parents come in town. Uh, If they live out of town or even if they do live in the same place or vicinity as you, if they live in the same area, they're only around for a moment. I got to sleep with this dude every night, you know, so I want to make sure the peace in my household is maintained. So I'm not going to let any outside influences bother what we have going on. You know, we need to check this and then keep it moving because they'll be packing their bags on their way out your house and you're still sitting around arguing about their parents. If I, ever,
2: <laughs> if I ever cared enough about a woman, right, in a, in a relationship wise, if I ever cared enough, I'm going to let my parents know before she even get there or he, my dad, whatever. Don't be respectful, be mindful. Don't be out of pocket because I'm the type I will ruin that relationship. See, I, I just look at everybody as equals. I mean, I know you, my mom and dad, you birthed me, whatever. Cool. But at the end of the day, if you disrespect someone that I'm with on that level, and that's a major level for me, they'll be the ones packing their shit and out the door. Like, they're, they're like I'm, I'm putting them out. No, that relationship with, with my mom and dad will be cut off until one of us get over it. And you know me, I'm petty as all hell. I, it could be a year, two years. I mean, so that's what I would do.
0: Well, there's an article that I pulled up on um, the law and they actually quoted another article that was posted on the Huffington Post. Monster in laws, a leading cause of divorce. The article states how spouses relate to the in-laws is a strong predictor of marriage longevity. A man who gets along with his wife's parents is wise. His chances of a strong marriage increases by about 20 percent. Women who get along with their in-laws actually have an increased probability of divorce by about 20%. It's interesting.
3: Really? Yes.
0: It says, while this may seem a little strange at first, after further consideration, these statements seem to hold true. The early stages of a marriage are the hardest, as it is a time where the newlyweds must create boundaries and begin separating from their families. In most cases, this is easier for the female, as she is eager to start her new family. However... Men resist creating boundaries with their families, mostly their mothers, possibly due to the fact that they do not want to hurt their mother's feelings and they must be willing to actively engage and join his wife's family. This is easier said than done. From here, the wife is typically the scapegoat for his mother's anger, aggression, and feelings of loss because she now has to take the back seat to his new bride. This is where the wives have to beware. Giving in to his mother so that she will like you will only lead to turmoil down the road. Um, The author Escoto, she states, if you are a wife who can't say no to the mom in law's constant last minute demands, you are probably driving your spouse to divorce. With that being said, Chris and I are doing a fabulous job. Uh, (laughs) I think that we are going to be married for the next hundred years and we're going to be good. But it's interesting that they say women who get along with their in-laws have actually an increased probability of divorce. And I believe the reason why is because women, we are natural pleasers and nurturers and we want to make sure everyone's okay. And just like me, in an instance of putting family first before my husband it can cause the spouse to feel like wait why are you listening to my mom and dad and you're doing everything for them but then when I'm asking you to do something hmm. you're putting me on the back burner right. so i think that's probably why they're saying
1: right i get what they're saying but i don't like the wording on that when they say women that actually get along with It should be more so worded as women that are too submissive and being Mm -hmm. ran by, you know. I don't like the wording in that article, but I get the point, though. Right, That's just me, you know, over here. You know, I wasn't good at English and all this stuff, but I figured that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Getting along with somebody is getting along with them. Being ran by them is a whole different animal.
0: Right, right. Because, yeah, I I just feel like, you know, I get along with my in-laws. I just, you know, I don't take no stuff. Yeah. I'm a G. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, uh, what is it Ronda Rousey over there thinks she tough mixed martial arts girl was, All right, that's that, corny
2: can we take a rah! vote Nay. I don't nay. like it. Uh, yeah, that,
1: yeah. Was I was screw y'all. that was horrible. <laughs> that I'm like that Karen. Was, that was so F- sc- <laughs> That was horrible. So All right, yeah. you ain't gotta beat a dead horse. It wasn't good. Nah, I'm yeah, no, yeah. Beat the hell out of it. That was horrible, <laughs> dude. Oh my Wake gosh. up, Mr. Ed.
0: <laughs> so Chris and I can share how we deal with it, but Allie, I would love to know how do you deal with outside influences and the stress that it may bring. You know, whether it is mother-in-laws or whatever, father-in-laws, whatever. Um, how, do,
3: how do you and Matt deal with that? Like, what is the game plan for you? Like, how do y'all move forward? Even even outside of having a monster-in-law, just in general, outside in general. stressors. Honestly, we have been dealt with a lot this past year. I mean, uh, between my mom and I and my father passing away, my miscarriage. I mean, we've just had things thrown at us left and right. Um, and honestly, we were we, we just always talking about it, always being on the same page with things. But I will say that it got to a point where I just feel like there were so many outside stressors that it was causing us to kind of snap at each other just because mm-hmm. we were fed up with everything sad that was happening. Wow. Um, And he said to me um, one day, he was like, I feel like our we have a jar and it is just filled with so much like resentment and, and anger towards each other for some reason because of all the outside noise. And he was like, I think we need to take the jar, take the outside noise, dump it out, and we need to start fresh. And we went on a vacation together. And honestly, like to us, taking time away, just leaving our house for a little bit. And, yeah. and I mean, now I mean it's totally fine, but it's definitely... Um, I would definitely say that those things affected us. Right, that's one yeah. thing that
1: our pastor told us. He was like, you know, anytime you have so many different people in your house all the time, it can cause confusion. And you don't even realize it. He was like, you need to clean house for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And and I think that helped us, you know, just clean the house for a while. And then, you know, now that we're in a good place then you know invite people back you have a good time but eventually you got a clean house.
0: Yeah this was actually the first time that Chris and I had um, a house full of family you know both his side and my side were there and um, for the seven months prior to that we actually made it um, a part of our detox. (laughs) We said we're not only detoxing our bodies this year but we're also detoxing people and in the midst of that we discovered that some people that we thought were for us weren't you know, we were way more in tune with each other. Mm-hmm. We were way more in tune with our environment. We were way more in tune with what and who comes in our home. And we were able to kind of take that step back and just refresh ourselves. And um, and it's not always easy because you're right. Because there's times where I would just be snapping at Chris and he's looking at me like, like, what the heck is wrong? Yeah, like, what why did I are do? you so snappy? Uh-huh. Right. And I'm just misdirecting my issue. Mm-hmm. And he's feeling the blunt of it because I see him every day. And that's not fair. So, um, so yeah, we had to get to a point where we said, you know what, we're going to just focus on each other. We're not putting anybody before us. We're not doing anything outside of what we need for our family, and we seem selfish at the moment to a lot of people. But it was what we had to do because mm-hmm. we knew we needed it. So, um, so yeah, so so my tip for today would say, uh, would be, you know, keep being you. Don't let the actions of someone else change who you are and what you believe. And when it comes to just in-laws in general, you know, I just believe in killing people with kindness. You know, you can't come back and try to make this a wee thing. You know, at the end of the day, I know my actions are never intended to be negative, And if they are, I own it. So I'll come back and I'll, I'll take a deep breath and I'll apologize and then I'll. I'll move forward. But I think uh, owning it is is like the strongest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's not play victim. Let's not act like we're perfect. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes every day. Um, so, you know, it's just choosing your battles. And then um, for the monster-in-laws, you know, I believe that those people, those parents need to realize that men and women are wired differently. So my tip to them would just say if you want to know what's going on with your son, You need to be friends with his wife, (laughs) you know, because at the end of the day, a lot of times people don't know what's going on unless I'm telling the word and I'm putting it out there because Chris is so laid back. I'll be like, babe, did you talk to your parents about such and such that's happening in two days? Oh, no, I'll call him. I'll get around to it. You know, Mm -hmm. but that's just how men are. They're kind of lax in that way. And women, we tend to stay on top of things and, and let them know. So I know when my son grows up one day and he gets married, whether I like that woman or not,
1: you're going to be right there mm-hmm. No, I'm
0: not. We are going to be just fine <laughs> because I'm going to know that if I want to know when my grandson has a basketball game or, you know, like all of those different things, I'm going to know that she's going to be the person I need to talk to. Right. You know, she's so going to be true. running the house. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be in good with her. and And I don't have to be best friends with her but i want a cordial enough relationship where she'll feel comfortable to call me and talk to me and and let's pray that that
3: actually happens you know <laughs> so so yeah anybody else have any tips i would also say just to keep the communication going with your spouse if you're feeling like the if you're feeling like your spouse isn't confronting issues with their parents like you need to talk to them this this can't be something where you just keep biting your tongue because it does build up
1: right and my advice you know is for the couple You know, you need to get on the same page. You Mm -hmm. know, you can't let your parent walk over the person that you're with. You have to be on the same page. And then you have to maintain the respect on both ends. You can't let the person that you're dating disrespect your parents. And, you know, once you, you handle that from that aspect, I think everything will be healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I believe so, too. I was searching long and hard for natural remedies for (laughs) Mm monster-in-laws. And the only one I could come up with was just anything that's (laughs) dealing with de-stressing. Maybe you can sneak a diffuser in their room (laughs) when they come to visit.
2: Unfortunately, she gave my advice before we even started because she already know what it is. Don't have no damn, don't get married. Don't, don't, no relationships. If you, if you just avoid it at all costs. You can be your own boss, and you'd be good. So rhyme. you would ra- yeah. you would
0: rather have random monster in laws? No, see, <laughs>
2: they're <laughs> all no, spread out. See, this is the
1: thing. <laughs> don't meet the parents. Just get them randoms no, and be a rammer. No.
2: See, this is, <laughs> hey, yo, this is this is a this is a serious moment right now. I was being serious.
0: No, no, I'm trying to get okay, my quick but tip of the day. You get your tip.
2: Right. Thank you. You're welcome
0: natural remedies we already oh, we already did no, tips. i didn't get my tip i want to hear this tip
1: oh, no we. you got
2: to get my tip all right you oh, know natural what natural remedy too all right never mind i ain't got nah, I wanna no i want to hear this it's this gonna good. be good no
1: nah. nah. oh, nothing oh come on hank this nope. will be funny i know it'll be Nah, I, i'm not a fu- i'm huh. serious
0: that's, we don't we don't like serious hank we've already established that yeah. in season one listen
1: <laughs> listen
2: man y'all got too many jokes just be single. I go really want to hear it. No, no, it's okay, Chris. I think, that, I right. think
3: that's his right. tip. Yeah, that's okay. my tip. Yeah. Just be single. Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't meet the parents, just be a rammer.
3: Right. <laughs> I
2: ain't say all that, man. It's more than life than just ramming. Really? Yeah.
1: Finessing. <laughs> and yeah, un- finessing. And undressing.
0: Oh, God. Finescing well. and
1: undressing. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a blessing. <laughs> nah, come on. Go
0: go ahead, Mara. All right, on, go you ahead, got it. Go go oh, ahead. gosh. Well... I I mean that that's pretty much that pretty much sums it y'all up. I just think I'm
2: ignorant up in here. Well you are like, No We're like, just having
1: fun with you, big dog. No,
0: but you're serious. We're just having fun with Hank you. Hank had nothing to say the first twenty minutes, so he's just trying to get it all out uh, now. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: Negative. Y'all were doing uh, y'all yeah. thing. I
2: had nothing to say. I'm just not gonna talk just to talk like some people.
0: But you are. That's what you're doing. Like, like some exactly. people are you
1: insinuating what? somebody? Not nobody here in general. <laughs> all right, Hank all right, is Bonnie. trying to start a
0: whole new conversation. Oh, my God. It's all good. We're going to give a moment of silence right now, actual silence, to all of the couples who've created boundaries with their parents and stood up to them, putting
1: their spouse first. I went to the people. Mm-hmm.
0: It was I a
2: moment, moment of silence. Of silence. Oh, oh, my Should bad. It was a Black person <laughs> <Like, seriously>.
1: moment. <laughs> no, we we right, raised. moment f- of silence. Everybody quiet.
2: But no, it don't start when you say <laughs> it. It's not how this works, Chris. Chris? Yeah.
1: That's no, what
3: we you, do. You Tasha clearly
1: hasn't no, 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 has no Listen, Tasha, nobody died. She's been huh, given a
2: moment of silence the whole first season while talking at the same time. So it just never
0: yeah, really worked out. Oh, my God. <laughs> anybody else have a moment of silence for anybody since y'all ruined mine? <laughs> I think that was a good one. Okay, moment of silence. All right. Done. Thank y'all so much.
2: <laughs> Hold on. It need to be a rule to the moment of silence. Do we got to wait a couple seconds and then start talking again? Usually I think we three do. seconds
0: Three seconds Usually we have like a few uh, It's a moment
2: How long does a moment Actually last? At least
0: three seconds Three I would seconds, seconds. Kind of okay. like
1: when somebody died And they giving a speech about them Alright let's give them A moment of silence And it's probably like A three to five second pause I don't go Yeah, through, don't.
0: yeah. and bet, Chris said right, so, Power to the but people But now so we know It's three it.
2: seconds <laughs> For that moment Alright cool
1: Only one minute and a half People. You said you went a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, huh? then I said popular people. I mean, uh, a second and a half. What are we
0: talking about right nah, now? Nah, let's just end side.
1: this. I thought it was a great this episode. I had fun. So.
0: okay, well, thank you everyone for listening as you do every week. Um, we'll have some more fun topics next time. Take care.